welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler, how are you today, Dr. I J? I am doing good. I am good. Today's Saturday. Well, it is not Saturday for it's us. It's like Saturday. A lot of times we do our podcast on Saturday, but it is a Monday for us. Yeah. And, uh, it, but it hadn't been too bad today. Been a horrible Monday. It hasn't been. It's yeah. been good. It's been good. It's been relaxing. So hopefully, whatever day you are in, as you're listening to our past podcast, you are having a good day. So, what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about alcohol. Okay. You don't think that's in the church, do you? No. You think people have problems with alcohol in the um, Protestant evangelical? Unfortunately, a lot of um. People like to say it's not in the church, but there are church members in every denomination that do have alcoholic is issues. I mean, we're not saying that alcohol is awful or bad, um, but in in moderation. But um, being an alcoholic, drinking too much of it can cause massive issues. Well, I mean, here's some statistics. Okay. More than 140,000 people die from excessive alcohol use in the U.S. every year. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. 380 deaths a, uh, per day. Per day. Per day. Wow. It usually involves involve adults ages 35 and older. Hmm. And a lot more males than females. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it does a lot of harm. It, it, it's uh, very much uh, triggers and um, various types of cancers. can mm-hmm. cause cancer. Mm-hmm. Liver disease, heart disease, diabetes. Uh, deaths from drinking too much in a short time, uh, motor vehicle, um, yes, poisonings, definitely. uh, people go to college and they drink, drink, drink. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a lot of times it, it can kill you. Right. Yeah. Right. So we're going to, I guess we're going to approach this, um, alcoholism in marriage. Yes. Because okay. it's, um, this is very much a, it can be a secret a lot that's- of times within, Marriages within families. So a secret from secret the partner. From, uh, it can for it a little can while, be. but usually the partner or the spouse can figure that out. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, it can be. Yeah. Uh, but mostly for people in the community. Yeah, absolutely. There's leaders within the church, within business. Mm-hmm. There's doctors, functional alcoholics uh, that uh, very much can cover it up and look sober and look. Like they're in their uh, right mind. So this can definitely be a hidden issue. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, they've done surveys. One out of 10 people in the general population are alcoholics. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, congregations. Say you have 200 people. Mm-hmm. That would be at least 200 people in a church. Mm-hmm. Okay. That would be at least 20 people wow. that are struggling with alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one in three people closely mm-hmm. related to an alcoholic. It touches all lives. I Absolutely. Because we have friends. Yeah. Uh, that uh, people I know and that mm-hmm. that are alcoholics. Yeah. Yeah. And and they you can only cover that up so long as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're married to a person that's an alcoholic, you there's a I'd probably a stigma of shame attached to it, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and you probably don't want others to know that you're married to an alcoholic. So, um, yeah, I can see where that would cause issues in a marriage. And a lot of times with alcoholism, there comes a, you know, because, it, you know, it's not necessarily the trigger for abuse, mm-hmm. 
but it definitely can lower the sensitivity mm-hmm. towards uh, one's uh, ability to control emotions, including anger. Right. And it can, uh, you know, uh, create or give the opportunity for emotional and physical abuse. So a lot of times people will actually start drinking alcohol to escape the issues that they've had in their past, possibly. Um, Yeah. yeah. And then drinking the alcohol can actually cause some of those type things to happen to the spouse of that person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You have codependency. Right. Codependency is a result of basically a need to, Mm -hmm. to take care of that person. Yeah, and and a lot of times the spouse will say, I know that my spouse is an alcoholic, um, but, you know, I love them. And when they're sober, they're fine. Mm -hmm. But when they are not sober, bad things can happen, unfortunately. Yeah, and when they're sober, after a while, they Mm -hmm. have a hard time even being sober because they're having withdrawal. Yeah. And they need more and more and more. Right. So, and that can be dangerous. That can be dangerous. Yeah. So, if you are um, married to a person that is an alcoholic, it's very important for you to get help for yourself. You know, the codependency aspect is mm-hmm. very, very unhealthy. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, their codependents will even try to cover up right. their spouse's uh, addiction. Yeah. Uh, they will even try to keep them safe. And to a certain degree, that's totally understandable. Oh, yes. But it doesn't help person. in the long run. No, it doesn't help in no. the long run. And you want to to make sure you are safe um, and you want to make sure that you have a support system to deal with it if you get to the point where you don't feel safe. Well, they, they don't need um, kids' glove, kid gloves. No. Handle kids' gloves. You, you need to really tough love. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, there's, there's no really being nice about this. Mm-hmm. They right. can be gracious and say, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. Definitely. Um, and the, sometimes it, it, sometimes you have to have tough love. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because toughness is love. God's yeah. tough. Well, yeah, God's very tough with us at times. Uh, and gracious. Yes. He's not mean and rough, uh, mean-spirited. In right. Sense, but he disciplines those he loves. Yeah. And so correction is a good thing. Yeah, and tough love is not meanness. It's mm-hmm. not. It's it's being tough with the person assertive. that you love, being assertive, so you can hopefully snap them out of the path that they're going on that's destructive. Because let's be honest, I think a lot of times alcohol and drugs, but mm-hmm. alcohol actually kills more people than drugs on the street. By the way, it is. It's 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 one of America's top you know killers, unfortunately. But when you look at alcohol. It it becomes a, an adulterer. Yeah. It, it it lures that person. Yes. Away from his or her spouse and family. And they're spending more time with that alcohol than they are yeah. with them. Yeah, that is a very good point. A very sad point, but a very good point. So when we look at here's some more statistics, by the way, crime and alcohol. Alcohol is involved in forty one percent of assaults. Yeah. of rapes, Mm -hmm. two-thirds homicides, two-thirds traffic fatalities, 25% of pedestrian fatalities, 80% of suicides, Mm -hmm. because it's a depressant. Right. And it's not, it it, it lowers our, um, it messes with GABA receptors, Mm -hmm. which controls our ability to control anxiety. That's why when people drink, they feel good for a while. Right. Because it does kind of works as like a benzodiazepine yes like xanax or valium right because it it, it does calm you down for a very short time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but afterwards it's not pretty you have to have more and more and more yeah definitely yeah 
I think when we look at this, uh, there is, you know, if you ask people at church, you know, uh, their perspective on alcohol, what do you usually get from the evangelicals? Oh, alcohol is a sin. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> oh, that's what they say. And some of them are probably doing it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, as we said, in moderation. Now, we personally, I mean, I personally, we don't drink. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, we have no... There's nothing wrong with a glass. Even a Paul glass. said a glass. Yep. Take a told Timothy take yep. a glass. Some wine. people can handle moderation, right? And and it's okay. I mean, there are some medical properties that that it's good for, but yep. you don't want to over abuse it. You know, there's people that can have a glass or two, true, and and be totally fine. And there's nothing in the Bible that says you shouldn't drink, right? It says don't be a drunkard, right? And being a drunkard is when things. I decide I don't want to drink because I don't want that to right. patient. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, scientific perspective, alcohol is what? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you tell us? It's a disease. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Secular. It is scientific. Yeah. And so, you know, where do you where do you think I fall on this? I'm tricking you. You are tricking Dr. me. You Dr. are tricking Marla, me. I'm tricking uh, you. Well, I think we need to take God's viewpoint of it because God is the author of science. Well, I think it's both. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That I was a good answer. So I think it's too. both. <laughs> yeah, because, I agree. You know, with science, God's fingerprints are through science. Yeah. And we are in a fallen world. Uh-huh. And so when we look at this... Our ability to sin and do things wrong mm -hmm. can definitely be scientific and yeah. in our bodies. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of chemistry. Yeah. So I think it's both. I think you need both. Right. To deal with it. Yeah. And it, it, it also, you know, alcoholism can be a generational thing as well. Um, absolutely. And so, like, even if you don't think you're tempted because of a generational thing, you might have issues with alcohol. And so don't do it. Right. If you're in that, I mean, my grandma, mm -hmm. who I didn't know her when she was younger, Grandma right. Earls. <laughs> and grandma I believe Earls. she prayed me in. Yeah. When she, I think she died in like in 1979. Okay. And uh, she was a, I never knew her to be alcoholic. My mom said she was a horrible alcoholic. Hard wow. liquor. Mm. And uh, she she became a born again Christian. And, and I'm telling you. She was saved to the bone, if that's what, if you can say that. That's amazing. Uh, and I know she prayed for me through the years. Right. Um, she died in 79. Uh, but I didn't get saved to 1995. Right. And so uh, probably a lot of her prayers were answered. Well, they were well, answered. Yeah, her prayers yeah. continued and, and were answered because, yeah, definitely. But that, but the, I, I gave that illustration because mm -hmm. I would be foolish to go drink alcohol, even in well, moderation. Yeah, and yeah. that's, yeah, because it, it would be a generational thing, and you want to be careful with that, definitely. But I see where you're coming from that it's both spiritual and scientific, definitely. And I think there's no contradiction. Right. Absolutely no contradiction. I think yeah. it is a sin issue. Right. Uh, it's also a science issue. Definitely. And there's no contradiction with that. Right. Yeah. Myths of alcoholism. Oh, this is good. This is going to be interesting. All right, guys, listen up. Myth number one, everyone reacts the same to alcohol. True or false? False. False. You get good. Yes. Good. No, not everyone. Some people's bodies mm -hmm. are more immune. They have a... Uh, a Right. And well, and you, yeah, male, female, your weight, mm -hmm. things like that, the way you, know, you can handle. I mean, like some people aren't affected by prescription drugs like other people mm -hmm. are. So, you know, definitely alcohol is, would be the same way. Well, 
you know, and Native Americans mm-hmm. get this statistic. 80 to 90 percent alcoholism within that culture. Right. And I think that's a spiritual thing, too. I think so, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's, uh, and if you are Native American, please know we are not putting you down. We're just absolutely giving not. No, no, I yeah. think it's a stronghold. It is a stronghold. We yes. love all culture here. Absolutely, yeah. we do. Because in the Bible, we know that every tongue, mm-hmm. every ethnic group, yes, will bow and, and worship Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Myth number two alcohol is an addictive drug, and any person who drinks enough will become an alcoholic. That is false. That is false. That is true. That is false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, some people can drink and and, and it, it does can. not, uh, you know, cause them to be an alcoholic. But yeah. That is right. Uh, myth number three, the alcoholic's true self will come out when he or she is using or drinking. Uh, that's. That's false. That's I can see that's false, but I can also see where it might be a little true. Years ago, I was a drinker. Okay. And I was, unfortunately. Right. Before. And uh, but. Uh, you know, people people think differently when they're drunk. That's why it's not the best idea to be counseling people that are intox- that are intoxicated and that have not really gone through the the uh, motions to uh, to get well. Because they're not going to necessarily remember or no. yeah. Okay, well, they're I not thinking straight. Right, right. I used to say that that's the uh, trucio, right? Alcohol mm-hmm. when I was in, high, in college years ago. Yeah, and it is. Uh, I see how people say that, but you're not thinking straight. Right. You're just not. Right. And science doesn't back that up. Mm-hmm. So I'll fall on that. Um, myth number four, an alcoholic can learn to drink responsibly. No. Key word, alcoholic. No. False. False. No, they can't. No. There's I mean, because a- once, if they've, if they've quit... And they say, oh, I can have just, uh, I've quit. Maybe I've quit for three months. Maybe I can have just a little bit and I'll be fine. So many times they go back to it. And I remember my grandma, Mm -hmm. Grandma Earls. (laughs) And she would go to the store. I was like five. And Mm -hmm. she could not walk down the aisle in the grocery Uh, store where alcohol was. She didn't want to put herself in a temptation. Yeah. She did not. Yeah, Yeah. And I see why. Yeah. Right. I mean, just the smell of it. And being around, they say, oh, we, I could still be around people that drink. But I'm sure that would be hard as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Myth number five. There is an addictive personality type. There is not. There is not. I mean. But. But. Yeah. But. But. Yeah. I think some personality types are more inclined to be. Predisposed to yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. it's. T- I can still see where that's a myth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, social problem. Myth number six, social problems cause addiction. No. No. No, no, no. That's false. Yeah. No, they do not. No. We make a choice. Right. And we are responsible agents and we need to take responsibility Mm -hmm. for the choices we make. We live in a society that does not want to take responsibility for it. Oh, my goodness, no. No. And I think that's pretty scary. They want to blame uh, your problems on everybody else and your past and things like that. And no, 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 no. Is there some some uh, relevance? Is there some truth to some that maybe there can a little be, bit? Maybe a little. But that does not justify going out and no. really destroying yourself. No, absolutely not. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, myth number seven is addiction is psychological. Uh, there's aspects to it, but no, it's right. Not. No, that's a myth. It's physiological, right? Uh, so, um, so when we look at this, 
you know, out of all the drugs, alcohol rates higher and there's more addicts, alcoholics than any other uh, drug abuse. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, I mean, it's, it's one of the more easy uh, things to get, you know, to, for people to purchase. <clears throat> and so I can, you know, and you see it on movies and TV and commercials and everything like that. I mean, it's, it's all our billboards. It's everywhere. Um, so easy for people to see and so easy for people to get. And society accepts it. Yeah. You know, because it's legal. Mm-hmm. Just because it's legal does not mean it's good. No, no. I mean, You're we right. look back in the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, and even in the New Testament, but the Old Testament, you look at Amos, you look at Isaiah, the prophets, mm-hmm. Jeremiah. Right. And they had a lot of things that were legal. Yeah. But it was still sin in God's eyes and it was still bad. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of times we can look ways we can help families, whether, you know, in grace in the shadows right here Mm -hmm. or in churches. I think we have to understand the family dynamic. How do the family, how does the family organize itself, Mm -hmm. roles within the family? Right. And even going back to their childhood, Mm -hmm. roles within their childhood family, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, who took on the rigid role, Mm -hmm. who took on the, Enable enablement role, right? Uh, you know, who was the hero? Who was the comedian? Mm-hmm. Because we take on roles, and I think those roles that we take on, just like a, a play, is covering up a lot of times the secret or what's going on in the family that's protecting mm. reputation, right? Um, and protecting uh, even the one that's struggling. Yes, that makes sense. Definitely. And so all all addicts, get this, are liars. Ah. And so when we look at this, all addicts lie. Mm-hmm. We have to be more proactive of allowing them to have that tough love. Right. So that they can seek God mm-hmm. and seek help to get sober. So basically call them on it. You need to call them on it. Yeah. Tough love. Tough love, definitely. So if if you do have a spouse that is struggling with alcohol, you're you need to get help for yourself first. Mm-hmm. You need to have tough love and you need to try to get them into a counseling or a program or, or wherever they're at. AA yes. Or celebrate recovery. Celebrate recovery is very good. Yes. I like it better. Yeah, tell us a little bit about Celebrate Recovery for the people that don't Celebrate know about Celebrate Recovery is kind of, it's similar to AA, but mm-hmm. it's, Jesus is the focus. Right. And the Bible is the authority. So if you have a spouse that is um, is an alcoholic, just look, just Google Celebrate Recovery groups in your area. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is, it's the biblical, it's like a biblical AA. It is. They have a war- little worship service. Mm-hmm. They have testimonies for people. And it's not just alcohol. You no. have uh, have people use heroin, Other crack, right. meth. Yeah. Uh, alcohol is big. Even pornography. Co- mm-hmm. Codependency. Well, yeah. And, and celebrate recovery. Do you think this is something that a couple could go together? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Very good. So if you're, your spouse is struggling with this, definitely look up Google Celebrate Recovery groups in your area. Um, and, and reach out, you know, if you need prayer or anything like that, please reach out to us. Uh, we are happy to help. And, you know, I think some ways that some steps we can do to help families and couples okay, is, is get them involved 
and being proactive to the groups you mentioned. Right. But also get education on what addiction is. Yes. Um, stop trying to protect the, the uh, addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn how to be tenderly tough. Oh, I like that. Tenderly tough. Not, not uh, you know, not kind of cold and callous. Well, I can't. tenderly. Yeah, because tough, toughness can be mean, and you don't want to be that way. No, no, you're exactly right. And learn and pray together. Yes. That's the best thing you can do. I mean, pray for your spouse, pray with your spouse, um, and, and just seek God's guidance and help for this issue. And once they get sober. Mm-hmm. Then I think individual therapy, yes, uh, counseling as well as marital, because there's a lot of things. If this been going on for many many years, right, that the numbness is going away. It's kind of like you go to the dentist; they novocaine you, novocaine, and they they put the cavity, fix it, mm-hmm. and then it wears off, and you right. start feeling the pain. Yeah. So you know when they start feeling the pain, when everything's worn off and they mm-hmm. become sober, mm-hmm. there's issues that need to be worked out and talked through. That makes total sense, yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to us today. Please make sure that you're sharing our podcast. Please reach out to us, Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadows.or.org. We are happy to talk to you um, and pray with you. Shout out to the Bronx and New York. Uh, Love you guys in New York. And uh, my dog, our dog, Sonny, <laughs> said he loves you, too. And go Mets, go Yankees. I know they're both doing well. I didn't pick a team because I have friends that are on both. Okay. Well, have a great day, and thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.